the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Sunday fun day we're back we are here episode 78 78 and we're feeling great maybe (laughs) (laughs) kind of sort of kind of we were both a little under the weather all week and yeah I think everyone right now is going through some sort of allergy or seasonal thing it's gotta be yeah but I guess as long as it's not COVID that's all I care about (laughs) Well, I know. Speaking of COVID, like my mom texts me, you missed a good party. My sister was in Fort Lauderdale for the week on vacation. Oh, God. She got home last night and then she had a huge birthday party for my niece at her house today. She's just not going to be happy until she gets sick. I I have no idea. Either that or she has gotten sick. She's just afraid to tell. I have no idea. But I'm just, she was in Fort Lauderdale all week. She's like, oh, we have the pool to ourselves. The plane was pretty empty. And it was like her, a girlfriend from work, her husband, and then the girlfriend's kids, and then her daughter. So it was like a big group of them. And then today she had all the grandmas and grandpas over, all the little cousins. My my nieces and nephew just started school last week. Oh, like, God. In classroom learning. And I'm like, that's like one big Corona party waiting to happen. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, and my, I, th- I mean, thank God my mom's already had it. So she's like, party? Where's the food? Like, she, you know, she'll show up. I thought she went to Florida. She's not in Florida. She's going to Florida. Today's the 11th. She's going to Florida on Tuesday. Oh, okay. But then the other day she's like, oh, I haven't been feeling well. My blood pressure's off. I'm like, okay, so go to the doctor. Well, if it still feels bad, I'll just go to the ER in Florida. And I'm like, why wouldn't you go to the doctor now? <laughs> like stuff, I don't know. I need to trade my family in. I don't All know right. what's Yeah, I just tell them like, don't tell me this stuff. Right. And I was just like, you you had COVID. It's it, They've shown there's vascular, like residual issues. And if your blood pressure is off, because she takes it like every hour, then possibly it could be like a post-COVID issue. Like, call your doctor. <laughs> no, I'll be okay. So, uh, well, yeah. Ne- yeah I don't needless know. to say, I did not go to the COVID party. <laughs> I Good. That's today. smart. I did go for a boat ride. I think that's nice. on Samandy's list. Yeah. My son's like, let's go for a boat ride. I'm like, all right. It's one way to get the leaves out of the boat because <laughs> it looks like it's snowing leaves out here. They're falling so fast. So, yeah, it's been uh, it gets it, I just get sad this time of year. So yeah. <laughs> the more leaves on the ground, the sadder I get. Same. I know. I was like sweeping the deck because I bought a deck box to put on the deck because that's where it goes because it's called a deck box but <laughs> like for the cushions from uh the chairs on the deck and stuff I'm like I'm tired of throwing those in the garage like let me just get a nice little box on the deck and I can put my stuff in there my gardening tools and all that so, so you definitely I did that. saw all the the leaves and the seasonal changes yeah, it was. Re- it's really pretty. It's kind of sad though. Every morning I wake up and I look and like there's another tree that's bare, and I'm like, oh, I'm I know miss- that's the part I hate. I right? 
I love seeing all the green trees in the summertime and the spring. And yeah, well, now at least it's we just... have it's National Pizza Month. That's so we true. Have that. <laughs> I know today was is actually National Sausage Pizza Day. I don't know. I have a sausage Jack's pizza downstairs in the freezer. I could probably whip out that pizza pizzazz. I think I have a pepperoni in the freezer now that you mention it. But I also have Trader Joe's has this like onion tart flatbread type Ooh. thing. It's kind of pizza-y. But uh-huh. that's been in my freezer and I I keep like forgetting. I'll eat something and then I'm like, why didn't I eat that onion tart thing? But Yeah, that sounds really good. I, I think every time I want for National to tr- Pizza Month. Yeah. But every time I want to go to Trader Joe's by my office, there's a, a line of people standing outside. I'm That's like, I'm how sorry. it was for me. Yeah. Oh. I went, um, every time I went, I, I saw the line and I just passed it up and go to the Jewel. And mm-hmm. then last week I went, I was thought I was just going to pass it up again, but there was no line. So I was like, oh my God, I haven't been to Trader Joe's in like seven months. It was very awesome. exciting. Yeah. So then you were like, hell yeah, I'm going in. There's no line. Stocked yeah. up. Yeah. Well, stock up, girl. Well, I, let's see what's popping this week. <laughs> I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's popping since we're talking about food. Um, I stumbled across, and I, I guess I get it, but I wish they would sell them in the stores, too, that Oreo has rainbow um, cookies in honor of the LGBTQ plus community. And so they partnered with PFLAG to build on the hashtag proud parent platform. But the only way that you can get these cookies is if you join the hashtag proud parent campaign, share a photo of what allyship means to you personally, then share that photo on Instagram or Twitter by using the hashtags proud parent and giveaway. And then you also have to tag Oreo to try to get these cookies. Oreo has all these crazy ass flavors all the time in the store and they're not going to put these in the store. Yeah, that's what I said. Like who, you know, who gives a shit about the red velvet or the whatever, you know, the, what are they had? They had that, uh, yeah, the red velvet ones. I don't know. I've tried like the lemon, the vanilla, the birthday cake, I mean, I've tried a few of them, but like, why wouldn't they just have these in the store? They would probably sell better than any other flavor they have. I bet they will. Maybe after this whole thing, they'll put them in the store. Today's like National Coming Out Day or something. So I I saw that yesterday was uh, National Mental Health Day. And uh, yeah, today, well, I know my like I have a lot of cousins that are gay and they they were all posting like I came out 19 years ago or whatever, whatever. So I I just assumed it was something having to do with coming out. So, yeah, which I guess makes sense for these cookies because P flag and everything. P flag is always like the one the section of the pride parade that makes me cry because it'll be like little old people with like little signs about like I love my gay daughter or whatever. And it's like, oh. I always cry when they come by. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, it, it's awesome that the parents are on board and blah, blah, blah. But I also just think it's kind of sad, like, you, that people even have to worry about that. Like, you know, you, you don't see people marching in a parade saying, like, I support my son who likes, you know, BDSM. Like, it, who cares about their sexual preference? They're still humans. Like, yeah. Be I mean, kind and love everybody. We still I have hardcore racists, so I don't know. Oh, it's, just, it's just horrible. It truly is horrible. Um, that that I don't know. I'm getting more and more like just 
disappointed, I guess, as all of this political shit goes on and the racist stuff and the sexist stuff. And it's like, is there going to be an end to this eventually or what? You know what I mean? Is it just going to be like everyday life? Do we become like numb to it all eventually? Yeah, I mean, I think for some people it is everyday life. And now we're just getting clued up more, you know, and we're Mm -hmm. having to hear about it every day. But I mean, definitely sexist things. And, you know, being fat isn't (laughs) the greatest time when you're in public. But I think, um, you know, black and brown people and gay people, I mean, they're like, this is nothing new. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, and at least you see more people like protesting and, you know, trying to do something about it. But it's just I told you Gen Z is going to give me hope. This new generation (laughs) hopefully will make some changes. They're going to save the world with TikTok. Maybe. Well, there was that one TikToker guy. He was uh, I don't think did I put it on our list? Oh, yeah. So his name is um, Nathan Apodaca and he's on social media as dog face with two G's. I almost bought like he has these hoodies because I wanted to support him. But okay. I think he's doing pretty well now because his TikTok blew up. Yeah, because he I guess his truck broke down. And so he was only like a mile or something away from work and it was downhill. So he's like he grabbed his cranberry juice, cran raspberry and a skateboard. And uh, he put on uh, Fleetwood Mac Max Dreams and kind of just did like a video of himself, like cruising on a skateboard, drinking his juice, listening to Fleetwood Mac. And it's it's gone completely viral. What did they say? It's been watched more than 50 million times across yeah. all platforms. So um, uh, Ocean Spray gave him a new truck because his truck broke down. So they gave him a new truck with a ton of juice. And then even, um, oh, I don't know which member of Fleetwood Mac, but th- they like did their own I little tribute. I think it tribute. was Mac. Was it Mick Fleetwood? Okay. Yeah. So he did his own like little video or something, right? With the skateboard and something else. Yeah. I think he had juice too. Well, because. Um, But their song. song, Yeah. Right. The song Dreams. It's 43 years old and it's number one right now in the iTunes top 10. I'm like, they owe him some money too. I mean, yeah, he got that truck, but their streaming is insane right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, and it's a jam. It truly is a timeless jam. But uh, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Like just this guy. And he said he almost deleted the video, but he's like, eh, why not? And here, you know, people just loved watching it. So yeah, he's famous. He's famous now. Him and his juice and his his jams. Uh, you know who the Flaming Lips are, don't you? I do. Okay, so you I'm know not that <laughs> bad with music. Well, so you know Wayne Coyne is just kind of he's a little bit out there, and he's done concerts like in a in a in those bubbles. Didn't mm-hmm. you say you did the you guys went in those at one of the pools or something, or you wanted mm, to? I think I wanted to, and I remember okay. in Girl Scout camp. They they had one, but I didn't want to then. I was like ten, and I was like, "Fuck no." But yeah, and when you're saying it, I like remember it now. Like there was a bubble. Yeah, it was somewhere that you went. And it was, yeah, it's just like one of those big clear bubbles that you get into, I guess. And you can roll around on the water or whatever. 
But so um, the Flaming Lips are actually going to do a bubble show where the crowd is all in their own little bubbles. That's pretty and cool. Isn't that kind of cool? And so they're going to go to, they're going to go, they're from Oklahoma City. So they found a, a place that um, holds 4,000 people, but it would only hold like 100 space bubbles. So they're going to do a concert with people in bubbles. So it's not individual <laughs> bubbles? You could like bring you and your friends into one? I think it's individual bubbles. So oh. it'd be like you'd be in one and I would be in one. But like, how do you go potty if you have to go? That's unless your legs stick out and you're just standing in a bubble and you're not. Like, I mean, I wore that like sumo suit thing for Halloween that year. And you <laughs> yeah. just turn the little fan off and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> turn the fan off. When I was Violet from Willy Wonka. Violet, you're turning Violet. Well, yeah, that was a good fun. costume. So that's me in Oklahoma, and I need to go to Oklahoma and beat some ass. So maybe I'll, why? I'll what happened? To Ogl- What's going on in Oklahoma? Um, Friday, I I've been doing a ton of pet sitting. We were talking about this, right. and I got like a if we have like an app now, so you like leave comments when you do the visit, and like someone commented. So like I went through my email to look at it, mm-hmm. and I got like like three emails from Amazon. It was like Friday at like 9 p.m. I'm like, what the hell? And it was like a um, recall on something you bought. I'm okay. Like, okay. So then I'm like looking and it's, I thought, okay, whatever. You know, like sometimes they'll send me those for my car. And if it's mm-hmm. just like a door, I don't care, <laughs> which is probably bad. <laughs> the but, airbag, the engine, I'll get to it. Yeah. You know. I'm like, ah, what are they going to say? You know, whatever. But I open it and I like these like Cottonelle flushable wipes. You know, for cleanliness. Yeah. And I it was the, on uh, those. Huggies unscented. So it said that um, they've been contaminated with plural bacter georgivi or something. <laughs> so you needed to put in your batch number from the package into this website to see if you were affected. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I, I like buy them in like packs of eight on Amazon. So I have right. eight of the packs plus a couple more that I just had. So I'm like putting all the numbers in. All of them they're saying are affected. I'm like, no. oh, great. Because I probably use now six packages since I bought these in like June. Oh, no. Um. So then it's like if you've, you know, if these come up as affected or whatever, you need to call this hotline. So I call and it's like this automated message that they're closed and they're only taking, um, they take calls Monday through Friday, like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Why the fuck are you sending this email at 9 p.m. on a Friday? And you're and... not open to take calls about no, it. No, and now I'm being told I have some fucking bacterial thing that I've been wiping my ass and my vag with? What? Did you look it up to make sure, like, it's not something that's going to turn you vag into, like, now? a zombie piece of meat or something? I don't know. No. I was texting my friends. I was like, I guess I'll just be bleaching my vagina all weekend. I don't know. Pouring bleach all over it. But Cottonelle's headquarters is in Oklahoma City. So I was like, or in Oklahoma somewhere. Like, maybe go. I just need to drive down there and beat someone's butt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, speaking of Oklahoma beating butt, the Sooners uh, beat Texas. <laughs> okay. Well, my cousin plays for the Sooners, so... I didn't um, really watch the game, but I did check out the after chat about it. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. I was like out of commission yesterday. I had a headache. I had a cough. It's like, oh, this sucks. Um, well, hopefully, 
I don't did you buy like different wipes in the meantime I mean I just have them in a bag now like in my kitchen and Hmm. no I mean I can just use toilet paper it's just I like those they flush they're good for girl time they're good for you know poop time sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I there was a meme I saw and it's funny because I sent it to John cooler by the lake John and it was this guy (laughs) and it was so funny because I sent it to him he goes I feel like I've been seen or whatever I don't know what that whole line is but it was here it says when you've wiped 10 times already and there's still shit on the toilet paper (laughs) and it was like this superhero guy and it just says maybe I'm a crayon <laughs> there was a, I think it's a blooper from Parks and Rec where Chris Pratt is like, yeah, you know, sometimes you're wiping and wiping and it's never like clean. It's like, do I have a marker back there or something? <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. Yeah, no, that's why we have the wipes here. I always just do the Huggies sensitive, unscented ones. And well, now fuck cotton out. But you have to throw them in the garbage. So I basically empty out my garbage oh, bathroom no. garbages every day. Yeah, no, I don't like throwing them in the garbage. That's why I get these because they're flushables. Yeah. I don't know. I, my house was built in the 40s and I am not taking a chance on flushing anything down that I might have to have the yard dug up about. So, I mean, they're pretty uh, good. They're they're flushable. But They say flushable, but it's interesting cuz like at my old job, it was a brand new building and they had to like bust into the pipes and they our office was all young women and so when they busted into the pipe to see why it was backing up they pulled out like a thousand tampons they were yeah. just all stuck there well they say those are not you're not supposed to flush but but yeah they used to say they were flushable years ago the like they, yeah but the applicators were flushable they were made what? out of cardboard uh, yeah years no. ago everything was flushable oh that's insane i mean come on cardboard those yeah, things the, are stiff. Yeah, they Who didn't really feel that great. Those were flushable. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, I've had little... to use them sometimes. Like, in, if you're in a public bathroom and that's all they have for like twenty five cents. Yeah, the tampons. The worst. Ones. Ugh. Yeah, it's a it's like a mini toilet paper tube. You're jamming up your vag. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. We're... <laughs> well, I may. I guess I just. I'm not going to use wipes anymore until they figure this out, or I'm going to get paid up in this bitch. I'm going to get a windfall from Cottonelle because this is some bullshit. I've been using these since June. This yeah. batch. You should get yeah. your badge tested and be like, it's purple now. It'll never <laughs> be the same again. I need five million dollars. I think so. When they have to get vaginal happen. rejuvenation, <laughs> something, something in here. Botox. And I didn't know what to do. I poured bleach in there because you guys weren't picking up the phone. Like yeah. that's gonna cost you now. Yeah. Now my butthole burns. I'm you done problems. fucked up. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what to follow that up. With. <laughs> I guess um, we we can go to like some entertainment news. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. What? Um, so Broadway is going to re- remain closed until the summer of 2021. So. I don't, is it just not like um, cost efficient or whatever word I'm looking for to open up and just do like social distancing and masks? Because they're like movie theaters are open. 
restaurants are open. Some places, yeah, but they're all like shutting down again in certain areas. Um, I mean, as long as they keep airplanes are flying. Well, but they're saying that airplanes, they have the technology, like the air scrubbing technology that and they're bringing in outside air pretty much the whole time you're flying that the the air quality on an airplane is probably better than you standing outside of your apartment. Yeah, I did read that because before I flew, I was a little like concerned. Right. Everything. And they're saying with the airflow, even if you were sitting right next to someone, the airflow is equivalent to being six feet away from that person. I mean, that's what they're saying. I, I can't imagine that, you know, science would lie to us about that. Um, well, but, yeah, I mean, I made sure still that I didn't have anyone sitting next to me on the plane. But right. Um, yeah, I did read something about their like filtration, air filtration. Yeah. I mean, I just think that especially, you know, if you're a tourist in New York City, that's pretty much like how Broadway gets their biz. You're just like, oh, let's go see Lion King or let's go see, you know, Guys and Dolls or whatever, you know, whatever's going on. So it's like people buying last minute tickets. But if they haven't been tested or it's just I think it's just too much of a risk. Plus, with big theater productions like that, you've got a lot of crew to worry about. You well, know. that's who I feel bad for, you know, right. just with all this. All these people have been out of work. Mm. Well, yeah, they're saying it's like millions, millions and millions oh, yeah. and millions of sure. dollars being lost for that. Yeah. So um, and then Oscars has updated. They've updated their eligibility rules to allow drive in screenings. Oh. Uh, the Yeah. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced another update to the eligibility requirements for this year's Oscars allowing films shown at drive-in theaters to qualify for Best Picture and General Entry categories. They weren't? They couldn't be nominated for Best Picture if they played on a, in a drive-in somewhere? No, isn't that That's weird? weird? That's really stupid. Especially because years ago, the drive-in was like the main place you went to see Well, yeah, movies. who gives a shit if it's at the drive-in? If it's a good movie, what does that matter? Yeah. There was another amendment, I guess, in April giving eligibility to films without traditional theatrical releases. As long as they're uploaded to the Academy screening room, the new rule clarified that a theatrical run of only seven days is needed and that drive-in theaters qualify as a commercial venue. So, okay, I guess, like, they don't even need to have, like, you know, the big release night or whatever anymore. I don't even know the last time I saw a new movie. Like, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, I had seen a few of them. I want to I want to say I saw like that Mad Max Fury Road. Was it? Mm. And um, it might have even been one of the Fast and Furious. Of course, <laughs> I know you laugh at me for those. Oh God. I've been to see a couple of them, but you know what? It's like our little local theater. It's not like it gets packed, you know, so it's easy to go on the first night. You know, there's really nobody there. We're in like a country hick town, you know, <laughs> if it was like some bull riding country show, then maybe it might be packed. But I mean, are they going to start releasing more movies? I just don't even understand like what's been released this year that could be even nominated. I I honestly don't think they're going to be doing any releases this year. I think they're all the ones that were supposed to be slated for like October and November are now moved to April and stuff like that. So, so they're just they have to do this because otherwise they'd have no nominees. Right. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, I wonder who, what what's going to be because I don't recall any really new good stuff that came out this year. No. It would have all had to have been in March, maybe April, and that would have been it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what would even be nominated. We'll have to Google and look back and see what what it all was. Yeah, maybe I mean, some I just of like, it's on like Netflix or on demand. I should watch it. I need to. Yeah, look into well, that. I just okay, so I can save you the trouble. I went on Plex yesterday just because my eyes hurt I couldn't keep focusing on my phone so I'm like all right let me just turn on the tv and I did um there well so there was one that Tom Hanks put out I haven't watched it yet but I think it was just a Netflix one but the ones that I watched were I want to say it was called The Bunker or something like that The Last Resort or something like that that was like a military one um and it was a true story and what else did I watch? Oh, I watched that Like a Boss, which I like that one gal. What's her name? I don't even know what that is. Like a Boss. Selma Hayek is is like this makeup mogul. And it's um, oh, Tiffany, it Tiffany Haddish Had- yeah. okay. and that other girl. So um, that was cute. I liked that one. I watched that one. I'm trying to think of what else I watched yesterday. And I was just, I mean, none of them really were like fantastic, but um, at least it was something. And they were all new and they were on Plex. Okay. I watched Dark Waters. That was a pretty good one. That was Mark Ruffalo. And it was um, the story of the attorney that took on DuPont. Remember when all that Teflon business was going on? Mm-hmm. Like it's dangerous. It gets in your blood. Your body doesn't expel it. Like it, once you get it in your blood, it's there forever. Causes cancer. Blah blah blah. Um, and that was pretty good. Mark Ruffalo, I Anne Hathaway him. was in it. Hmm. I like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he looked nerdy though in this one. He wasn't really super sexy like the Hulk. So, um, but it was good. I think he was one of the producers on it too. And then I tried watching that. I'm thinking of ending things. And I just, I made it through like a half hour. And then it was like, I just can't. Tony Collette, she's hit or miss. Like, sometimes she's great. And sometimes she's just overacting too much for me. I can't handle it. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, if you have a chance, go on Plex. They're on there. And then I, I did spend... Most of the day today, what was I watching? Oh, I just watched some of that new season of Castle Rock. It's like that Stephen King one. I've heard uh, of that, but yeah, I haven't watched that either. Yeah, Someone was talking on watch... Twitter, Bly Manor or something's out now oh, that yeah, everyone's so loving. That was, remember that was The Haunting of Hill House? Remember no, I never haunting... watched that. Oh, you got to so watch this that. like so... season two? Yes, but it's like the haunting of Bly Manor now. But it's almost like I think the same actors and everything from Hill House is in this one. It's like an American horror story that type thing. You know what? Yeah. Now that I think about it. So, yeah, I've got to watch that. Um, there's a couple other things I'll talk about on Samandy's bath things. But, yeah, I guess I've I guess the TV has been my boyfriend. <laughs> um, for all of the people that love Selena. Um, Netflix has a new Selena the series and they have a new trailer. It's a teaser trailer and people are saying it's flawless. So you have to check that out. Um, 
It's going to start on December 4th. So it's Selena the series and it follows her coming of age story and her rise to stardom. Um, and I, mean, it, I apparently love it's the movie, be- but we'll see if I it warrants a TV show for me. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would probably be similar to the movie, but maybe a little more detailed because it's going to be a series. So. Yeah, my friend David is very excited. He, he's uh, <laughs> you know Selena what we fan. loved, we loved the Selena movie. Me and my sister when we were younger. So, um, I mean, and it's not like we really listened to her music a lot, but once you watch the movie, you kind of, I don't know, it grows on you. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll watch it for sure. I'll watch it, and then I'll be singing like you know all of our songs. Well, I think that happened when I was in high school, and I went to a very diverse high school, so there were a lot of people who like had listened to her, and then her single had just come out like on american radio and oh that that i could fall in love with Mm -hmm. you or whatever that was or dreaming of you oh one of those i don't know which one came out first there's two okay yeah that was sad her biggest fan killed her like don't you can't trust nobody that lady was creepy looking anyway yeah um stuff you might be happy to hear that season three of you is coming out oh god Um, (laughs) I know Joe the Creeper. I mean, but I liked second season just as well as I liked the first season. So I wonder what season three is going to be like. And that's coming out on Friday, April 9th. So I like my Lifetime movies and it's a pretty good Lifetime-esque thing. Yeah, it truly. I think so. I totally think so. Um, I wanted to just bring up that... Like for people that don't believe that global warming is real, uh, we just had um, Hurricane Delta that hit New Orleans, right? Well, it hit uh, Lake Charles area, right, in Louisiana. And so with, and Delta is the 10th named tropical system that has made landfall in the continental United States this year. It has never happened before in recorded history. So the previous record was nine landfalls in one season, and that was in 1916. So, yeah, global um, warming. It's crazy. I just feel bad because those people in Louisiana just keep getting nailed. And it's almost like, you know, what do you do? Move away. But there are a lot of people like that financially, they, they can't afford to just pick up and go somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And plus, it's I love Louisiana. Well, I love New Orleans. So yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to leave. <laughs> I was I all I watched the show and there was a uh, some New Orleans um like a New Orleans episode in there and it was pretty good. I liked the music and it was like in the French Quarter. So, I've never been there, so I need to go. Um so stuff we had the vice presidential debates during the week. I watched that one. Yeah, I did too. I actually did too. And um I really think uh Kamala handled herself really well. I love the fact that she's like, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Like, he's like, just a fucking psycho, man. The lies he can just sit there and say well, he was and just act like, like nothing. Right. But he was just creepy looking. Like, he yeah. had that fucked up eye. And it was kind of funny because people are like, okay, does he have corona? Because you can get like, that was pink the eye. first thing I Googled. And it just said COVID, you know, pink mm-hmm. eye is something of COVID. And I like tweeted, like, um, Cause his fucking eye looked like pink eye ish. 
it looked gross, right? Like a zombie eyeball. And then and then we were like joking around and we're like, oh, mother sat on his face and he got some booty germs in his eye. <laughs> like we were just joking around. But then when the fly landed on his head, I'm like, oh, my God, he is a zombie. Like he's it's a piece of dead meat standing <laughs> up there. <laughs> oh, God, the fly that I just got today. Remember that? Well, this poor guy, R.I.P., that porn star meme that always goes around. Of like the black guy that's sitting on the bed with his huge dick. Yeah, why is he dead? Oh yeah, he died. I thought we talked about this like when that meme was like huge. Maybe, when quarantine but I mean, started. I get I get something from my cousin like a meme like that like every day. <laughs> well, today I got it was the fly, but you zoom in and it's the guy. It was like a picture <laughs> of Mike Pence, but it was the guy on his head and not a fly. Oh, that's Which, hilarious. I was like, this poor guy, he can't just R.I.P. No, I mean, I yeah, I have tons of them, like weather ones and Christmas ones. <laughs> it's with that guy every single time. Well, um, we weren't the only ones watching the debate. You know how we love Cardi B on the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you see her Instagram post at all of her watching so. the debate? No. You can, okay, so we're gonna listen to this one, but if you if you're looking to be entertained, you can go to her Instagram page, and she also has like uh, clips of her watching the first presidential debate, and it's she's hilarious. So here's Cardi B with the vice presidential debate. Bro, she asked you about road and waves, about abortion laws. What are you talking about? Oh, fucking Osama Bin Laden. Why are you talking about? Y'all, this nigga's not answering the question. She's a brilliant She is, like, angry. That was not you. Yo, she asked, what do you feel about Indiana with the Rodian wave being motherfucking over there? Yo is not fucking answering the question right and then you run out of time and then you try to take other people's time you're getting me tight <laughs> she was so mad so there were a couple other ones and it was funny because i tagged them but she pulled them down so oh. i mean she was really pissed i always think of like with stuff like that with her that celebrities read mean tweets and hers oh. was like, uh, Cardi B's on, but I had to mute because she just looks loud. And she's like, how I look loud? How can you fucking look loud? But she starts yelling. And I'm like, you do look loud and you are loud, but I love you. No, there are some people that definitely do look loud and they are loud. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. It. So like that, that little clip right there just solidifies it. It totally does. So if you, if you go to her Instagram page, it's even worse with it. She's like $750. I want to know how to pay $750 in taxes. Like she's going <laughs> off. So yeah, um, can we all get a little lesson on that? I'm telling you, well, I could show you some tricks. I'm just All keep right. that quiet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I do my own taxes, but believe me, I end up paying more than $750. Um, I don't know if you remember, we haven't played him in a long time, but Rob Flax, he was he's a really fabulous musician. I saw him play at Space in Evanston a few years ago. Um, and I follow him on social media and then I also get like his newsletter. Well, he wrote a song about the fly. <laughs> so here's his song. It's called We Got Flies. I've got a brand new song. I wrote this last night. Um, and I'd like to dedicate this to, uh, Vice President 
Michael Pence, who uh, it was a great deal of fun to hear Kamala Harris call him Michael and watch him shudder a little bit as if he was about to get a spanking. Um, and who knows, he might be into that. Uh, I don't judge. He does, and I have a problem with it. So this song goes out to Mike Pence. Here we go. <laughs> Like millions of Americans, I watched last night's debate. The outcome wasn't really a surprise. But as much as I'm a sadist, and Kamala was great, the one who stole the show, it was the fly. We got flies, oh, we got flies. They're feeding off the bullshit and the lies. So we'd better get to swatting We got flies Oh, we got flies Now all this talk of drain the swamp Revealed for what it was Just more corrupt and greedy gals and guys This winged friend has laid it bare In spite of all the buzz Where you have standing water You get flies Oh, we got flies They're feeding off the bullshit and the lies They can tell when something's rotten So we'd better get to swatting We got flies Oh, we got flies so if you want to hear the whole song, uh, Rob Flax, just like Flaxseed, and he's on um, YouTube, I think is where I found that. And it's funny because at the end, he's like, well, if you don't want a fly stuck in your throat, you better get out and vote. <laughs> so <laughs> um, definitely get out and vote. Uh, Steph, you have like, it's a four-peat here. Tell me about this. Yeah, Condé Nast, Traveler Readers, they vote every year on... Um, the be- I think they did like a small town best of and now they just released their uh, best large city list and Chicago okay. is number one for the fourth year in a row. Damn, that's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, World class destination known for its impressive architecture, first rate museums, brilliant chefs and massive brewing scene. And they said this, that this city has most or some of the most pleasant people. Which I don't think I'm one of them, but I think we do. I think we do have some pleasant people. (laughs) I think you just have more character than most people. That's all. I'll take it. Yeah, you don't sugarcoat shit. Like you call you call it like it is. If it's bullshit, I've been known to you know I was called brusque in my review at work. So you know what though, I get that too, and I think we're both very pleasant. We get along really well. I've been called very direct, and. You know, I I see that as a positive. Well, I didn't even know what brusque meant. I had to like look it up. But then when I read the the definition, I was like laughing hysterically because I'm like, it was so dead on. And then you I were went like, right over because it's supposed to be like anonymous peer reviews. So I was like, okay, well, that was obviously our copywriter because nobody else in this fucking office knows what brusque is. So the definition is abrupt or offhand in speech or manner. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's and your middle name, B- Stephanie Brusque. B, that's the Come B. On. I went right over to our copywriter's desk. Like, you know, it's supposed to be anonymous. Don't fucking use these words. No one else knows. I know you said I was brusque. And then I was like, and I know I'm proving I am right now. <laughs> but like, fuck you. <laughs> so you knew it was him that said that? 
yeah, like my boss when he was reading the peer reviews, he couldn't even. He's like, I don't even know this word, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. I'm like, I don't know it either. Spell it, and he spelled it, and that's when I googled it, and we were like laughing because I'm like, oh my god, I can't even deny it. Too and funny. it's obvious who said it. The copywriter. <laughs> he gave himself away. He should have used little words. <laughs> so he had my brusque ass at his desk being brusque. That's too funny. Mm-hmm. Um, We have, I guess we had a little more like political action going on this week. Like 13 guys were trying to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Disgusting. Right. So because they didn't like her lockdown measures that she put in place at one point. And believe it or not, a couple of them were former military guys. So like I'm shocked. Just disgusting. And would they have tried to do that if it was a male governor? Would they no have way. tried to like harm him or kidnap him? Well, I saw like some of the defense was about them being like broke and like having to live paycheck to paycheck. It's like um welcome to most of our lives nobody's uh, fucking kidnapping anyone right. unless you're a billionaire you, you, you're not living high on the hog this right is now. part of the problem like why don't they uh, get some brains realize that and then maybe they'll see who they should be kidnapping <laughs> not that i support kidnapping anyone but right. they're going after <laughs> the wrong people when i think about that i think of uh, chevy chase and that christmas Christmas mm, yes. movie, right? Well, Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation, yeah, right. When cousin Eddie goes and kidnaps his boss because <laughs> mm-hmm. he was going to get a pool. Right, but he got Jelly of the Month Club. Oh my God, Jelly of the Month! I would have been pissed, <laughs> pissed. Um, we've got some local news. I know I talked about Jay and Silent Bob coming out to um the the drive-in out here in my neck of the woods so apparently they have a restaurant called movies in la and then they have a movies in new jersey and so they are actually going to take over a local chicago eatery for one week so it's probably going to be around the same time as that november 1st drive-in uh show and uh so that you know we talk about the pop-ups all the time so that'll be Somewhere in the Chicago area. So if you want to find out where you can go to moviespopup.com and uh, they will put you on the mailing list so you'll know where it's at because they have not listed the location or the dates yet. So. And Ed sent us, he loves to send us um, clarifications. Um, well, about he, lo- he listens to the show, which is great. <laughs> so. Kevin um, Smith loves wherever we're talking about mchenry this whole thing yeah mchenry yeah so because last I week I, I was questioning why they would do it in mchenry well and... i think in that movie dogma they're like they're actually walking down i don't know if it's route 14 because oh, maybe he, he filmed it in woodstock and he right like near woodstock and i think i don't know if it was my boyfriend or who it was but they like mentioned mchenry you know, um, Ben Affleck. Well, I know. Didn't they call it Shermer? And I remember him calling it Shermer because that's what uh, John Hughes named all the stuff. So I, I mean, think that's what he used in Dogma. So I didn't even realize that he filmed it here. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch the movie, but I swear in the beginning of it, they're like walking down. Like it it's definitely looks like it's cornfields, but it's it's Route 14, like right outside of Woodstock. Or maybe in Woodstock, but somewhere between McHenry and Woodstock. And they mentioned something about McHenry. And we all thought that was cool because I think 
I lived in McHenry at the time the movie came out. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Because nothing cool happens in McHenry. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's why I was confused when you said it last week. I'm like, he's doing it in McHenry? Yeah. Well, All but right. well, yes, because the drive-in is in McHenry. So um, I'm just a couple minutes away from it, like in Fox Lake. So I'm not that far away. Uh, my, where I'm at now in Fox Lake is where like Al Capone ran all his uh, booze and shit. Like he had his summer home out here. So I need to look into that. Like I think my grandpa was maybe friends with him. And that's how my grandpa ended up out here, like with a summer home. Because my grandpa owned a tavern back in the day by close to the Biograph Theater. So interesting history. Yeah, get those stories. Yeah, my yeah, my family definitely has like some funky stories. Like my mom and uh Martin Luther King Jr. and then my mom's mom with Lyndon B. Johnson. Like those ladies move fast. I yeah. Still waiting for my politician to come around. I don't know. You never yeah, I don't know, know who you 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 want. I was trying to think. But maybe we just go to Canada. None of the Trumps. <laughs> no. Go to Canada for that. Right. <laughs> um, so this week, unfortunately, we lost like a rock legend and it just was so shocking. Like wh- wh- I told my kids and they were like, dude, that just ruined my whole day. Like, yeah. what the fuck? So um, and it was interesting because, you know, we're my son's collecting albums. And that day he got the Women and Children First album in the mail. And oh, that's uh, weird. Yeah, the the day that Eddie Van Halen died. So Eddie Van Halen passed away. Um, I, you know, it was like one of the first rock bands I think I probably really got into. Junior high. Yeah, junior Anytime high. Anytime I think of him or just Van Halen, I think of like being young and watching MTV because they were always on MTV. Like that's the reason I knew them. Oh, yeah, because they had the fun videos, Hot for Teacher, Mm -hmm. Panama. So I do have like a little musical tribute I'll play real fast. All these songs, right? So, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen, and he, he battled cancer for like ten years. He was sixty-five when he passed. Uh, he had throat cancer, but then I guess it had metastasized to his brain and stuff. So, uh, and it's Very interesting sad. because he was like a a big smoker. But he always said that he used to keep a metal guitar pick in his mouth, and he swears that that's how he got cancer. Yeah, in I his saw throat. that because they said his lungs were not ever like damaged, or I mean, maybe damaged from smoking, but the cancer wasn't in his lungs; it was right. in his throat. So 
he thought that the picks had something to do with it. I mean, and it's possible. I look look at uh, you know if you go back when they invented like ra- or found radium and they used to paint it on the clocks and all that. You know, you've seen like that show. I think it was the Radium Girls or something. You know, they were putting it in their mouths. They put it in toothpaste. They put it in everything. They thought it was like a miracle cure. And granted, yes, radiation can be used to cure some things, but in the long run, you really don't know how dangerous it is. Like I have a ton of patients that come in with a lot, a lot, a lot of skin cancers and you have to look back and be like, well, what happened here? Well, they used radiation to cure his acne when he was when he was a teenager. So the radiation cured the acne, but now it's also given him cancer as he's gotten older. So, um, yeah. Just you never know what shit's going to do to you. I thought it was interesting that Eddie Van Halen was born in Amsterdam stuff. There's your Amsterdam I know. I saw that when he, I didn't know until this week, but yeah. Yeah. I love me some Amsterdam. Edward Ludwig Van Halen. (laughs) So I always thought it was cool that he named his son Wolfgang after. Yeah. yeah, After uh, Mozart. A fun name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fun, we won on Thursday. Dub Bears, Dub Bears. Yeah, I just don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> Brady was being such a fucking crybaby. Like, just a big, did you see him, like, having tantrums and when he went on the bench? Like, he needed to have a little meditation going on. He was, like, throwing shit, yelling shit. And then he he really must have not had his mojo the whole game. And then what? He didn't realize what down they were on at the last minute? Yeah, he made some big mistake. Um I I didn't watch it, but I saw it, like afterward everyone was talking mm-hmm. about him being a crybaby. Oh yeah, there was a cute little meme going around, and it's Nick Foles with like a Chicago Bears T-shirt on, and then he has a kid on it on his shoulders, but it's Brady like being a crybaby, like you know. I never liked him, and I just never liked the Patriots or Belichick. And then I recently listened to an interview with Tom Brady, and they were talking about the Last Dance documentary and like how he could kind of relate to Michael Jordan with like the competitiveness and stuff. Yeah, and I I kind of like softened me on him a little bit. Mm. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I enjoyed the Bears beating him, but yeah, yeah, I never was a Patriots fan, so no, he don't do nothing for me. I don't care. I don't care about no Tom Brady. Now, Big Dick Nick, we got to see the proof. I don't um, need to see that. You, That's all you. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that one. Like you'd cover your eyes, though. If it came I think I would. You. He's no, just like, ugh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I know. It. He kind of looks like, um, uh, he kind of reminds me of like the abominable snowman in Rudolph, right? Yeah. Who the hell yeah. wants to see his dick? I don't. <laughs> Well, if he's like a yeti, I'm sure it's big. No, I'm probably good. got probably got like a blondish afro all over it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll go to some listener feedback. Um, super fan Marilyn, she, we went for lobster rolls not too long ago, and she had texted because she was listening to the show, and she said, "Hey, have you tried the Happy Lobster food truck yet?" And it's interesting because I started following them on Facebook because they seem to have their lobster truck like right next door to my office sometimes. So I'm thinking like you can order ahead and just walk up to the truck and pick up your lobster roll to go. So I think I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do that so I can report back and tell you how delicious it was. (laughs) 
And then speaking of deliciousness, Eric from Freeport, he's like in the brewing biz. And he said New Glarus has a strawberry rhubarb stuff. Okay. I know. So I, I it was my intention this week I gotta to see. try. My cousin got me some New Glarus. I have it in the fridge. Well, she got me, obviously. Spotted um, cow. Yeah, but she gave me like one can of something. She's like, here's something else that they had. I didn't mm, look. To- I didn't really look at it, but maybe it's that. I'll have to save it for you if it is. Well, I was going to go up to my store and get you some Spotted Cow, but if you already have some, maybe I'll get you some different flavors. They have so many different flavors, but I never even knew that they had a strawberry rhubarb. And he said they generally only come out with it like during the summer. And if I can't find it, he's got a few cans he can give me or a few bottles he can give me. nice. I know. So sweet. So sweet. Uh, we've got some financial news this week. It cracks me up. Well, it doesn't crack me up, but it's like a sure sign that something needs to be done here. Um, when all of these big, reliable, uh, I I don't know companies. I guess you'll say like the, when they start weighing in on the political stuff when they never have before. Like, it says something about what's going on out there. I know, but, like, do we really... I mean, I like what they're saying, but I don't think they're... I don't know. Aren't they the well, ones what, that took like, that bailout and, like, fucked people over? And I well, think- Oh, Goldman Sachs? Yeah. So, yeah, Goldman Sachs is saying, like, a Democratic sweep would mean that the the economy would recover faster. Um, And so just... Hours after Trump did that tweet, that guy's been tweeting like a a lunatic, Um, you know, predicting economic disaster. Goldman Sachs basically, you know, pointed out that, like, look, you know, if we get this blue wave, it will, you know, it will make things better. Like the economy, you know, will bounce back. But what I was also talking about in that aspect was the New England Journal of Medicine, Mm. So we talked about Scientific American. They never, ever gave like a political uh, opinion until this year. Right. An endorsement. Said, yeah. Right. Endorsement. Yes, yeah, Steph, you know these words. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now the New England Journal of Medicine has taken a stance on the presidential election for the first time ever. So um, the guy that wrote this article said, if you had a nickel for every time you've heard the phrase unprecedented times this year, you'd have a lot of nickels. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's another thing that's truly been unprecedented. Major scientific journals telling you not to vote for one of the major candidates in an upcoming presidential election. For the first time in their long histories, the Lancet and Scientific American have clearly urged people to not reelect U.S. um, President Donald Trump. And then Scientific American went one step further by endorsing um, Joe Biden. And um, now a third prestigious scientific journal, the New, uh, New England Journal of Medicine, has taken a stance with an editorial entitled Dying in a Leadership Vacuum. And so that's precisely what they think of the Trump administration at this point in time. So I hope that people was- are listening. People are listening. It's just you got to people have got to get out and vote. It's, you know, well, I saw Shaq said he voted for the first time ever this year, which I can't I felt like that. really motherfucker. But then I felt like at least he's admitting it and he's saying that he did it like for all those people who 
just don't even want to talk about it and don't vote. Like at right? least he's admitting I haven't, but this year I felt like it was important enough. I so just hopefully can't believe some people that take that. He, he, like, but he's such a prominent figure. How has he never voted before? I know a lot of people don't vote. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I used to vote when my kids were little, but I don't know. I have voted at least in the past, maybe four presidential elections, maybe. I'm a nerd. I, when I turned 18, it was the, an election year and I was so excited. And then, um, <laughs> you're not <laughs> a nerd. An like that's your, that's I, your, uh, <laughs> right. Was it an election year? There was some election. I voted. And then, uh, I like they give you a little I don't know they gave me a little slip you know after like at mm-hmm. the park district those little old man gave me it and he was like yeah I play the lotto later or whatever I'm like oh and then like that night <laughs> I was like my dad was watching the news and I'm like do you have your numbers he's like what numbers I'm like this thing like I saved my little slip and I'm like the man told me it was for the lotto and he's like what and I felt so stupid there my whole family was laughing at me because I like believed it and now that i'm thinking about it he must have just said like maybe play these numbers later i took it to mean that those were numbers that like i had already bought a ticket with this oh <laughs> like when you vote you get a lottery ticket pretty much like, and my dad's like no i'm like oh, okay you know what well i mean i'm sure it's against the law but they'd get a lot more people voting if everybody got a scratchy a dollar scratchy like when this they is vote. cool i'm like i never knew that like i was so excited and yeah my bubble got burst real quick at home. Damn. Yeah, imagine <laughs> if everybody that voted got like a dollar scratchy. But I I think that would be, you would just have to, I don't know. It's probably not legal. <laughs> but I would like it. Um, last week I had this down, like the, the Democrats had another relief bill. And then obviously Trump is like, I'm not doing any relief bill until you people vote for me. So... Um, but then he took it back the next day. I mean, he doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do. No, it's just a bunch of bunch of horse I remember, shit. I think it was in August. One of our friends sent like an article about passing the second thing. And I'm like, I really don't know what's going to happen. Like, they're just so annoying. And I think I was accused of being like a pessimist. But I like to say sometimes it's just being a realist. And I was going to say you were a realist. Yeah, I was moment. right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is, is like, okay, well, come tax time next year, just how bad are we all going to get screwed? Mm-hmm. You know, if they keep giving us money, that really isn't a gift. It's we got to pay it back somehow. So, yeah. and I was glad that whole uh, payroll tax or whatever, that if you wanted to, you could turn it down. So that we didn't have to worry about it at work. I think our company was just like, yeah, we're taking a pass on that one. I don't even know. Yeah, but it was, it was, um, so they were, instead of you paying the, I want to say it's the FICA and the, for the Medicare and the Social Security, uh, companies were able to forward that money to you, but you would have to pay it back then in, in January or February, like starting at the beginning of the year. So then they would be taking double those taxes out of your check to pay it back. Hmm. And, the employer would be liable, I think, to to collect it. So it was just a hot mess. So I think a lot of like uh, corporations were able to say no to it. But I think a lot of governmental agencies had to do it. So that was like 
that was just so stupid. What that's your way of giving us more money, but we got to end up paying for it anyway in January. I just want my pay to go back up to regular, which was not yeah. enough anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. I hear you. Girl, I just have to play the lottery every week. I keep saying I'm going to do it and I don't. And I think you can p- play it on your phone now. Well, which I don't is know what I'm talking scary. about. I'm about to get some cotton now money. Make it <laughs> rain. Right. From your whatever, your pleurisy Georgie ass, whatever. <laughs> My bacterial <laughs> vagina. Oh, my goodness. Um, I am going to make a field trip to that greenhouse by my work. And okay. I'm going to get somebody was telling me that when I have my super anxiety, because I've had like a couple bouts of it to do the two milligram, like the super low, 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 low dose edibles. And yeah, just get gummies. Yeah, like a two milligram gummy, and they just said you'll either laugh or want to eat pizza. You should be don't fine. take a fucking twenty, and people don't tell you it was a twenty gummy. Oh my god, I would probably have to be hospitalized if I that was happened to me. So like, I didn't even know. I was very messed up. Damn girl. <laughs> and then I that think I'm gonna try. Denver. I'm gonna try to pick up some CBD cream there too for my kid his aches and pains. That works. Know. Yeah, I, I might sp- have some the oil, like muscle oil. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, we've been doing like the doTERRA deep blue, but I'm like, eh, fuck it, we'll try the CBD. Can't, I don't, I don't know. know. When we were, went to Palm Springs, my arms were aching. Like the first two days they were there, like I went, I was like almost crying the one day, and I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it because my, I think Tina was like, maybe you have a sun. It's not a sun. They were just like aching, like both. Oh, but were arms. you in the sun when they started aching? Like were no, you in the I sun all day like, and then they? We landed late in the day and we went in the pool, but I don't even think it was sunny out. I got though, we went because we were in California. We went somewhere right. and they had like the CBD oil for like sore muscles and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was just like dumping it on me and it helped. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll take a ride this week. And uh, it's seriously, it's on the corner, right? Like, I could walk there from my office. It just there's always like creepy guys standing out front, and I don't know if they're there checking IDs or what. But it just looks a little shady, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go by myself. I haven't been to one here yet, but I think like any of the other ones I've been to, yeah, there's usually people outside because they they only let a couple of people in at a time. Uh huh. So I think that's part of it. And I think even when they open, like in Chicago, you had to make an appointment. So there's people waiting outside, I think, for like appointments. Hmm. Maybe I'll Google it and see if I have to make an appointment. Isn't your office in like Northbrook? Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure it's not shady. (laughs) No, but there's like three, there were like three guys like standing underneath this awning. And I'm like, oh, they look kind of creepy. Maybe they They work there. I don't know. They just look all You think of like how potheads looking like just... I'm going to Google and see if I need to make an appointment or what I need to do to go in there. I don't know. I never made no drug deals before. That's how you just do it on the street, Illinois, and these taxes. Man. <laughs> oh, I know. So, like, two milligram gummies are probably going to cost me $100. Like, yeah. So. I, don't, I honestly, I haven't bought anything legally here. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But, yeah, I mean, they say it's, like, a 40% markup or something. Damn. That's why I bought stuff in Denver and California. When we yeah. Went. Well, and I was talking about the edibles and my kids were like, just smoke. It's better. It's easier. Just smoke I like it. the edibles more. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really done anything in many years. And, you know, it was hit or miss. Sometimes I'd laugh my ass off. And then sometimes I, 
I would be paranoid. Like it was just so hit or miss. It wasn't like I found a good steady stream of feeling. I good. think if you're going to smoke, like maybe get like a dipo- disposable vape pen. I like the vape. Hmm. I could try that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was just for those two little bouts of anxiety I had. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I get it. While we're talking about THC, they are, there was a study that they're saying THC and marijuana could help avert fatal COVID-19 complications. Um, and so they're saying that it, re- it really can help. However, people need to understand that smoking marijuana recreational can make the, the COVID infection worse. So you like they're saying it's good for it, but don't do it. Um, I think that what they're talking about is they need to do they still have to do like human trials with the THC, but they've seen like positive results in the lab mice. But so the please, smoking part probably isn't good, but the THC is. So maybe if you didn't do like a smoking of it. Right. But okay. they're still they're still doing trials in uh, humans. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They give too. it to cancer patients, you know. It's, well, right, they're nothing saying else. That, it's a pain. Right, they're pain saying that it's good for so many different things. So, you know, why mm-hmm. why wouldn't you uh, want to try it? I had to tell my grandma that when I accidentally said something in front of her about weed and got in trouble. (laughs) Oh, really? 40-year-old woman getting in trouble. Yeah. That's funny. They prescribe it to sick people. Shut up. I don't, you know, grandmas are funny. Like my grandma was born in 1906 and I'm, this was probably like the early nineties. So she was pretty old by then. And I was like, pissed off about something and she was living with my um family at that time and I was like fuck this fuck fuck and I was like swearing and then I hear my grandma she's like fuck 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 and I'm like oh my god I've never heard my prim and proper grandma ever swear like we use cloth napkins when we eat with her (laughs) and she's saying the f word and then come to find out like she was starting alzheimer's so mm. um that's probably why she was swearing. oh my grandma's not prim and proper she's from alabama but there's just certain things like one time i don't know we were like out shopping and i said something like my stomach hurt i'm like i think i'm gonna have a period like i didn't say it loud right it was me my mom and my grandma don't say that i'm like what do you mean don't say what <laughs> period yeah stop saying that i'm like oh my god you're a weirdo what do you want yeah, me to say? I think my vagina is like taboo talk. People never really talked about their periods, even oh, when God. I was younger. And I, I was like floored and in shock when I think I was in the grocery store with my niece and my um, sister-in-law and my sister-in-law yelled like, hey, do you need tampons? And like three aisles over, you hear my niece go, yeah, get me the supers with that, the sports string on them. And I'm like. <laughs> Well, I that's think a little I, much. Right. I'm like, I don't think I ever would have done that. Like you go no. down that aisle and you pretend like you're not going down that aisle, at least when I oh, was well, younger. I don't care about that. But like I and I don't <laughs> think I would yell it through the store, but I can she say didn't period to my grandma. Like, come on. I mean, every woman on the planet bleeds. So right. every female species. Right. Like it's and we're supposed to be not, ashamed of it. Like, get out right. of here. And believe me, if men bled once a month, there would be like uh, holidays. Could you imagine? Every month. Yeah. 
they would cry. Even if they got like one day of cramps, not even like every month, just yeah, one day Yeah, could you imagine Tom Brady out on the field with cramps? Oh my God. And the, uh, for sure they would not be wearing white pants playing football <laughs> with their periods. Uh, maybe that should take us to the position of the day. Yes. Is it a bloody one, Steph? A vagina? <laughs> oh, wait, let me play my uh, my favorite song for the moment here. <laughs> There's a Tampax in the house. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny for what we're There's some about. whores in the house. It is October 11th. Yep. Stuffing her goose. <laughs> no, it's a goose. I had geese out here today. I don't know what I'm afraid think. of geese. I don't know what they say. Dude, they were all in my backyard and my neighbor's backyard. I'm like, what's with all these geese? It was like kind of freaky. It was like. Where are they coming from and why are they here? <laughs> so stuffing her goose. So is she like laying she's on like the on table? A, yeah, she's like up on a table and he's standing behind her. And then this will drop on the 13th. Happy okay. birthday to Albert's dad. That is his birthday, Nick. Um, the house call. And it's basically just like girl on top. The postman always rings twice. <laughs> <laughs> I <Ding> guess so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as we're talking about birthdays, it was uh, Superfan Roxy's birthday yesterday. So happy belated oh, birthday, yeah. Roxy. I thought maybe we might have wished her happy birthday last week, but yes. I know her birthday her birthday's was... in October. I didn't see it on my feed. Actually, what's so today's the 11th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her birthday. I think I'm the... all messed up with the dates this weekend. You know what? This whole year, fuck it. Like, happy well, birthday. She's got to a everybody. cool birthday, 10 10. Yeah, and then my niece is 10, 12, 12, and they really wanted her to be born on the 11th, so then she would have been 10, 11, 12, but it didn't happen that way, so... Uh, oh, so Mandy's got five things this week. Stuff. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. Uh, they sold their house stuff. Remember I talked about that last week, how cute it was? Oh, that was fast. Sold. Yep. And uh, I think they have a new video coming out, if I'm not mistaken. So we should probably be hearing from the Strays in the next couple of weeks. Uh, number one on my list this week, I got my mail-in ballot. Oh, me too. Mine's been sitting here and I need to do it, but I need to do some research first. Well, my kids, I was waiting for them to get theirs so that we can all like, you know, normally we do vacation selfies like together and we didn't go anywhere this year. So I'm like, at least we could all like hold up our ballots and take a picture together. So I was holding on to mine. But yeah, you're right. I mean, when you get into the booth over there, you don't know what's going on on that ballot. So there's really no opportunity to do some homework on who's running. Um, but now that I got my ballot, I was like, well, who the fuck is this? And who the fuck is that? And, you know, let me do some um, research. There's and just funny. like all those judges that I'm always like, fuck, I wish I knew more. Yeah. Is this guy a dick? Do we really mm-hmm. want him to like be still a judge? Or Sometimes I'll just, just like go for the woman, but I don't even know anymore with women. 
Oh, I know. There's White some women in this country. Republican women. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a couple really crazy ones. Um, so Dave Scott, Dave, listener, friend of mine, he was like texting me, asking me like, well, who's this for coroner? You know, because I guess you have to vote on coroner. What? Yeah. Is that in Chicago? Well, so we're in Lake County. So I guess oh. we're electing a new coroner. But the funny thing is, is the two people that are running for coroner are one's a dentist and one's a nurse anesthetist. Or nurse and anesthesiologist. So, them so like confused. we were talking. I didn't know that they were elected, and I didn't know that a dentist could just be a coroner. Well, right, and that's what that's what my friend was saying. He's just like, why are they elected? Like, why do we have to elect a coroner? And then why don't they have to be doctors? <laughs> like, right. It seems kind of silly. And I mean, it's true when you think about it. The only thing I could think of is like the coroner is the one that's going to be like signing the death certificates and stuff like that. So because those are official documents, like a birth certificate, death certificate, marriage certificate, um, that that's probably why they have to be elected. Like, I'm not really sure. I didn't do my homework on this one, but that was my guess, right? Hmm. That they're legal documents that they're signing. So then they have to be elected as a legal official. No, I guess so. I mean, but, it like, kind of yeah, makes those sense. are always the ones when you hear about like, like uh, corruption, sometimes the coroner's involved. So I guess you would want to make sure it's someone trustworthy. Well, already the guy that's running, I see his signs all over the place and they all say vote for Dr. Cooper, I think is what his name is. And I'm like, that motherfucker is a dentist. But on all of his little signs all over the place, it's making him sound like he's a medical doctor. Vote for Dr. Cooper. And I'm like, mm, already I know I'm not voting for his ass because he's like <laughs> false advertising that motherfucker. Right. So. <sighs> Yeah. And then the other the one thing that's on the ballot, but it it just looks shady the way it's on the ballot is that Illinois fair tax. Yeah. I read something. They sent like a uh, an actual mailer about that. Yeah, that little blue mailer. And I read it and it was interesting because it was like, oh, like, hey, you know, they'll knock the taxes down of the people that are lower income, middle income, blah, blah, blah. It's really only taxing the people making over $400,000 a year, they're taxing them at a higher rate. But then if you looked at like the one con to it all, it was like this gives Illinois the right to raise and lower taxes as they want to in the future. Hmm. Right. So it's like, hmm, you know, yeah, I could use a little bit more money in my pocket. Why should I pay the same tax rate as, you know, some millionaire? But then do what if we really get somebody shady in the Illinois government? <laughs> like that's never happened. And then they just decide like we need to raise taxes. They don't even have to ask us like they could just do it once they this change to the Constitution of Illinois changes. So I mean, don't they do that anyway. Do they really care what? I don't think. I mean it must be something to do with the way the constitution is written now that they can't. So this if we vote yes on this then that one little rule changes, but that little rule could possibly be not so little, you know. Well, I'll wait Ed's text to us. Yeah, really once he hears us talking Ed, what, what do you think? Listeners, what do you think if you're in Illinois, are you voting yes for that? 
Um, 312-508-3552. You can message us. Uh, well, that was a lot on my number one. Um, so number two, if you are on Facebook, you have to join this group and it's not a dirty group. It's like, I think it's interesting. So it's called things found in walls and other hidden findings. So it's like, generally it's people that are buying homes and it's all over the world. So it's like everywhere. And so they maybe knock a wall down and they find like this one guy, he bought this house and it was supposedly owned by um, like a guy that that did the, like alcohol during the prohibition. Well, they were knocking down walls to fix up the house and they found tons of bottles of whiskey in the walls from the prohibition era. That's so. Cool. And they were still wrapped in like straw and paper. It was really cool. Do they cool. have an Instagram? Because you know I'm just, I hate Facebook. I don't know if they have an Instagram or not. I would think maybe, but this group is like, it's so cool. Every day I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Like they, people just find the coolest shit in What's their it house. It's called Things Found in Walls and Other Hidden Findings. Okay. That's a, a mouthful. So there were two that like recently came to mind. So this grandpa died and he had this safe. And so the kids cracked open the safe because they thought, oh, grandpa had, you know, must have had his treasures in here. And they cracked it open. and It was full of porn. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. And then it, believe it or not, on this site, not like I said, it's not necessarily a dirty site, but there, so many people have found like dirty dildos on the side of the road and in forests that they've said that's probably the most popular finding. Like, what do people just use a dildo and then whip it out the window on the Ew. side of the road? Right. Yeah. But no, if you go on this Facebook page, it is I'll see if I have to invite you stuff and I'll invite you. But it honestly, the cool stuff is, is like finding these hidden things in the walls and in the floors or pe this one guy, he was a bricklayer and they like ripped up the floors in the house because it was like old nasty carpet. And when they did like all the stripping of the floor, they discovered it was a brick floor. And the guy was like so ecstatic. He's like, I'm a bricklayer. Like, this is perfect. So it's just it's pretty cool. I dig it. Uh, number three, when I was talking about the things I've been watching, I got sucked into the OA on Netflix and, um, it, it's kind of goblin-y stuff. I don't know if you'd like yeah, it. Like the I've OA stands for the original angel and they can like travel to different dimensions. Um, but it's creepy and like serial killery creepy enough that you probably would like it. And the bad guy is Jason Isaacs. You know who he is, right? Mm -mm. He is Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies. Oh. And so he's the bad guy. And um, believe it or not, Brad Pitt's one of the executive producers. So it's, it's not horrible. I mean, I got sucked into it. And I'd be like up till two in the morning. Like, I got to see the rest of this episode. I, I don't know. I can't do creepy stuff. I think I've been alone in this apartment too long. It's like. Oh, yeah, scared. there's a lot of like alone, like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. You could try it, though. I liked it. I liked it. And then this weekend, I kind of started it maybe during the week as I started watching Monsterland on Hulu. And those it's like a almost reminding me of like Stephen King short stories or like a Tales from the Crypt kind of feel. They're like short stories. So when I talked about that New Orleans 
uh, episode that was on this monster land. Again, I mean, you're just giving me stuff there's no way I can watch right now. <laughs> but I don't, monster land, you probably would be able to it's watch. It's like Tales from the Crypt, no. I'm not. It's more. Uh, it's I've more... also been so like not in a good <laughs> mental space that like I can't even watch just like a drama right now. Like I've just been rewatching Shit's Creek because I can't. I need something that I know is just like good and happy. Oh, then go on Plex and watch that like a boss. That was a cute movie. Yeah, I really like Tiffany that. Haddish. She always has these little zinger one liners that crack me up. Um. And then I, well, I was talking about my flu shot and I got a flu shot. Did I say that? I got my I flu shot. I got the the four in one. So it was like four strains of flu in one shot. So I'm sure that's probably why I wasn't feeling the best afterwards. Um, it was silly, like big headache, a, a tired cough, achy. So this is something you like. This is a five thing. Well, it's on some Andy's list. Like, I like the fact that now I don't really have to worry about getting sick from the flu. Mm, Um, And I haven't had a flu shot probably in like six years. So um, I needed to do it. So it was on my list. And then my last thing on my list stuff, I have been wondering, like, where the fuck are all the birds? Like, I have not heard any birds for a while. I haven't seen them. And it I feel like in the spring, it was like bird heaven out here. We had cardinals and blue jays and robins and pelicans. Like I had all sorts of birds. Well, today I was out sweeping my deck and all of a sudden I just hear it's I, I felt like every single bird on the planet was in my tree. So uh, hopefully you can hear this. Can you hear them all? Yeah, kind of. You didn't get pooped on? No, this time I did not get pooped on. But I was just like, oh, my God. It was like every single bird imaginable all talking at once. And it was almost like a movie because I'm like looking to see is there like a giant pterodactyl coming to eat them? Like, why are they all talking right now? (laughs) So if there's something weird happens in the next 24 hours, the birds were calling it. Just They were trying to tell you. Right? For sure. So that was my five things this week. I feel like it was more than five things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this week, because we had our uh, Supergirl Kamala doing her, you know, her very patient, but don't fuck with me, uh, you know, letting the world know that she's ready to take on this job and straighten this shit out. Uh, so I figured we would play Infinity Girl by Sunshine Boys, because if you listen to the lyrics, Infinity Girl is about a woman taking over and making things better. So here we go. Infinity Girl by Sunshine Boys. Infinity girl 
by Sunshine Boys, our friends of the show, Dog, Frida, and Jackie. They're manifesting through music. Uh, so check out Sunshine Boys all over the interwebs. Their latest album is Work and Love, and it actually is in constant rotation uh, in my house and in my car. It's the only CD I have in there right now. So when it defaults to CD, you're going to hear you're going to hear Sunshine Boys. And I well, at least on our show, I don't know about in your car, that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. TweakedAudio.com. And if you would like to be super cool like the Sunshine Boys and uh, have the opportunity to have your music played on our show, if you are an unsigned artist, please go to RadioMisfits.com. There's a tab that says Submit Music. Click on it. Follow the directions. Don't forget to add your links to your music and send it on over to us. We look forward to hearing your awesome music and giving you the opportunity to be the star of our shows. 
Send them over. Yep. Radiomisfits.com. And if you would, I guess we can give like our info out now too. If you would like to get a hold of us, we can be found in many different ways. You can call us at 312-508-3552. You can email us at stephsinthecity at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can instant message us all you want one of us will get back to you pretty quickly. So um, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you're on Instagram, I may see it. I'm telling you, I'm trying to avoid Facebook as much as possible. I don't blame you. I, one of my girlfriends at work, she's like, just letting you know I'm taking like a social media break. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll just send you memes via text. <laughs> my friend that lives in Connecticut, I hadn't like, we would always send each other memes on Instagram or, you know, it was like, that's when I would really talk to her. Mm-hmm. And, the other, and maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. I was like, God, I haven't heard from her. So I'm like looking at her Instagram. I'm looking on Facebook and I'm so I text her. I'm like, this is weird, but like, are you okay? <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, I took like a social media detox. I'm like, okay, totally makes sense. But I got worried for a second. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. My cousin does that every now and then. And I'll get messages from family members because they know I'm close to my cousin. They're like, oh, you know, what happened to Teresa? I'm like, she's probably taking a break, man. Just leave her alone. Or reach out to her yourself. Like, right. Well, and I I talked to her the other day and, you know, we were gabbing and talking. But yeah, I'm just like every now and then she takes a break. I don't really ever feel like I'm taking social media seriously enough to have to take a break. Yeah. But I can see like right now, sometimes my feed is just overwhelming, like gloom and doom. And so I don't think I've been on Facebook as much as I normally would, you know, like I'm yeah, not I seeing know, all just... the... Yeah, well, there, it's just the, it's more political stuff. I like, I want to see your puppy dog pictures or your cool sunset pictures. Or that's why I like Instagram. Yeah, no, Instagram definitely. And I think I posted today. I posted on my personal Instagram, which then carries over onto Facebook. Like we went for that boat ride, man. So I, I, uh, we were playing music, and this time Facebook didn't flag it because I don't think they could hear it. But um, yeah, man, we were jamming out on the boat today, getting the leaves out. So. <laughs> Um, stuff. We're at the dating part of the show. Where's Fun. my uh, Richard Cheese again? <laughs> There's some whores in this house. <laughs> There's some whores in the house. Uh, so it's officially cuffing There's season. There's some whores in the oh, house. <laughs> right. Um, so for those of you that don't know what cuffing season is, it's when singles start coupling up in the hopes of finding a partner to keep them company through the cruel winter months. Um, but this year, because of COVID-19, cuffing season is really, like, really putting pressure on people. Like, people want their quarantine boo before the cold weather and a possible second viral wave is hitting us. So... Uh. Um, the suggestions out there from the dating experts are like you, it's imperative. Okay. So that's a big word for you must be upfront about your dating expectations. So if you're on the sites, if you're looking for somebody, you really need to set up your goals and what you're looking for before you even try to bring someone new into your life. 
Um, I mean, what if have... it depends on the person? Like, maybe I would if I like like someone, but for the most part, I hate everyone, so I don't <laughs> want much. Well, they're saying like for sure at, at this point, like you absolutely need to have a conversation about like their level of exposure. Like, do you travel a lot? Are you like my sister having parties as soon as you get off an airplane? Like, <laughs> you know, like your level should be pretty much the same as the person that you're going to be partnering up with. Like, otherwise, it's not going to work. Um, and it's interesting because that used to be the big talk, right? About like STIs or STDs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now it's, you know, now it's like COVID talk. It's like, fuck the herpes. I don't care about that. Like, do you, you know, go out to the bars? <laughs> so, um, but they're definitely like, you need to set, uh, you know, you need to make a list of the qualities you're looking for and don't settle because you're making a big concession by, hooking up with someone and trying to get a relationship going during this period of time. It's a pandemic and it's cuffing season. So um, I think I'm good. I think I'm going to hold off on dating still. I don't know that I ever really like got into cuffing season like ever. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about it, but for those of you that are out there, it's interesting because already, like, I get the same zombie that pops up every year, and he popped up again this week, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, you know, bad breakup with the girlfriend, looking for someone to talk to because he's sad. You gotta and then, not answer him. Well, know you know why you do. Ever since that one friend of mine like committed suicide, I figured if somebody reaches out and they're really they really need the help and they really need a friend to listen. Like I can do that. But if this person is looking for like a rebound or I won't do that. But are you guys really friends? Like he's, he's got to have his own friends. I'm not here just so you can like randomly need a therapist. There's fucking therapy and there's your friends. I don't and believe that. me, like I've thought of both of those, you know, like both sides of the coin. And I thought, well, you know, there's no, no harm in me just saying like, have a great day or something if he reaches out, but I'm not going to be the one like every day, like, good morning. And how are you feeling today? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. But if somebody reaches out and they need to talk because they're sad or depressed, like I'm there for them, regardless if I was a good friend with them or not. I mean, after my one friend, after, you know, like after he, he like attempted suicide and then he succeeded. And I just, I still to this day feel so horrible. Like, you know, was he reaching out and I just wasn't there? I don't know. You know, I, I would rather err on the side of caution. I think yeah if it's one of my friends absolutely but if right. it's someone I dated and they start dating someone else and disappear and then they break up and then they want to like whatever they're trying to do and it's just like a pattern no I'm not here for this I'm not waiting around for you to keep you know needing me I get that I get that and it is kind of a pattern so we'll just see and again believe me I'm not gonna take it any further than just like if you're struggling today like I'll I'll like that one compliment like I'll be there for that but if you're looking for somebody to warm up your bed because you're lonely and sad that's not me sorry so um yeah but I just thought it, that was interesting you know they we talk about zombies every year I got my zombie it's October um, yeah 
And then, um, so Steph, we, uh, Michael C has sent us so much stuff and I feel so bad because it's like we just yakety yak with all the Corona talk and shit that we hardly ever get to the dating stuff. Um, and this kind of encompasses the Zodiac signs too. (laughs) could kill two birds with one stone. Right. So he sent us three Zodiac signs who make bad first impressions on dates and they really do deserve a second chance. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah, which is interesting. So, uh, first on the list are Aries, which Michael C is an Aries. He's like, he's like, I think it's weird that, or not weird, but whatever. He's like, I don't like that Aries is on this list. (laughs) Um, but dating an Aries can be such a fun adventure as this fire signs full of passion and a drive to experience every moment to the fullest. Uh, they're upbeat, have a natural optimism that's contagious and just a joy to be around. But all that enthusiasm and intensity doesn't always make the best impression on a first date. I agree with that. Um, Aries can be aggressive about pursuing what interests them so they can come on a bit too strongly if they're feeling it. They're used to getting what they want because they're a force of will, but dating often requires a lighter touch or they can come off as a bit intimidating. Um, and that zombie is an Aries, just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know some intimidating Aries. I don't think I've ever dated one, though. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. Um, breaking um, news. You want to read the next one? Or you I was got breaking the... with news. Oh, breaking news. What's breaking news? The Lakers just won the NBA Finals. Oh, and I think it's kind of cute, even though I don't like them because of Kobe. So, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. I just yeah, got a pop up on my computer. <laughs> Congrats, Lakers. Yeah, nothing popped across my screen. So apparently my phone knows I don't really watch basketball. <laughs> it's like I have this Apple News on my laptop and it came up. Uh, um, yeah, so Aries deserve a second chance if you have a bad date. Also, Cancer. Cancers are all heart. The water sign loves hard and loyally. And that's what makes them such an incredible partner. Whether or not they make a good impression, however, it really comes down to their mood at the moment. They can make a great first impression if they're feeling confident and upbeat, as you can see their true loving spirit inside. However, when their mood's a bit darker, you... (laughs) bit darker, I guess it says, you see the other side of cancer come out. This sign cares deeply about, well, everything, and when you're that sensitive, rejection cuts deep. As a result, cancer feels the need to protect their heart until they know it's safe to show their softer side. While this is an effective tactic for keeping themselves from being hurt, it can also be misinterpreted on a first date as being cold or standoffish. In reality, that couldn't be further from the truth. Oh my God, you guys, I'm a cancer Venus and this is me. Oh, really? That's you, huh? Yeah, so if if someone's a Cancer Venus, give them a second chance too. Although for the most part, I don't want a second chance, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't count. You know, I had some pretty like shitty first dates, and then I mean, I can think of one in particular. Where I was like, oh, I don't know, but but then like second date, third date, fourth date, he kind of like grew on me. So I don't know. I don't think that. Unless it's like ridiculous, like, the okay, the first date where I had the guy told me that I was pudgy, like, no, no second date. Yeah, or no the way. guy that uh, Ubered to the date so he could get fucked up and didn't have to worry about driving drunk home, like, no second date. So if he had some pretty, or the guy that bit me, remember, and he tried to drug me on the first date, like, yeah, no second date for them. But sometimes, like, if they seem a little off, it might be, like, 
you know, like, like you said, if they're cold or standoffish or, but yet they like say they want a second date, like maybe give them a second chance. So yeah, I'm trying to think, I think there has been more recently, um, like we had a good first date, I would say. And then like a weird second date where it was very, like I was being judged for seeming cold or standoffish, but I was just kind of like, I don't know. It's the second date. I'm still trying to figure you out. So it didn't go past that. And I don't right. know that I was like super heartbroken, but <laughs> I um I also wasn't like I felt like I was being judged wrong. Like it was being misinterpreted. That's where I was like reading this, like, oh, maybe that's why my my Venus is cancer. And I can see that though, if you feel like you're being misinterpreted or you're being judged, um, and it's you know it's like you've only met this person once or twice it's almost not worth your time to try to to write the situation like prove that yeah right if if that's how you think i am like and that's how you're taking me i don't know what to tell you you know yeah it's not worth my time or my effort to try to prove you wrong like you've already made your your assumptions you've already you know put together your your opinion and I, whatever I say isn't going to change it. So I'm not going to exactly. waste my time. Exactly. All right. Right. But I guess I deserved a second chance. Damn it. Well, but did you want a second chance with him? Probably. Not. I would have went out again if he oh, would have stopped with that. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like all gung ho, but I also wasn't like, ugh. I just. So why didn't you reach out ho- to him? Be a zombie. Because he thought, I- oh, no, no, not not. Are you nuts? <laughs> no way. I don't do that. I guarantee you this week you're probably going to get flowers or something from that creeper. Remember that guy? Oh, I was actually thinking about him the other day. I haven't heard from him in like a solid. I wouldn't say a year, but maybe eight months. It's cuffing season, I guarantee uh, you. He better well, not. We will await his return. <laughs> he doesn't know where I live, and I'm not in the office now, so that's good. But he can still message you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, say that. Let's put other things out into the universe. Not okay, him. so Virgos. Virgos, for a sign as critical and self-critical as Virgo, first dates can be a real challenge. Virgos want to make a great first impression, but they tend to overthink themselves into a headspace where it's next to impossible to just relax and be their authentic selves. Uh, As a result, they can come off as unfriendly, standoffish, or even snobbish when they're actually just trying their best to just be calm and collected on the inside. This is a shame because Virgo has a ton of love to give and makes for a super fun date, that is, once they chill out enough to be themselves. Virgo's sharp wit means they tend to have an excellent, often self-deprecating sense of humor, and they also love to take care of the people in their lives. While the first meeting with Virgo may be a bit awkward, don't let this sweet earth sign get away because their second impression is usually much better and a more accurate glimpse of who they truly are. So that's good to know. I don't think I've ever dated a Virgo. Cancer, Virgo, and Aries. Aries. Aries, yes, because Aries is that fire sign, right? So it's Aries, Leo, Sages that are like my, my, uh, fire. You know, they speak to my badge. Um, <laughs> what else do we have here, Steph? We're, we're, uh, right on task tonight. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to do something else? Oh, booze news. Yes. 
We've got booze news, booze news. And for some reason, I think that superfan Eric from Freeport is involved with this brewery. So we might have to hit him up for some of this beer. Okay. Um, it's Affy Tapple beer. Oh. So, you know, in Chicago, um, Affy Tapples are like the Chicago Taffy Apple. They come in threes or singles. Is that only a Chicago thing? Uh, yeah, the Taffy Tapples are they're they're in they're only made in the Chicago area. I mean, there might be other companies um, in other states that make Taffy Apples, but here in the Chicago area, Affy Tapple is Chicago. I didn't they're know in that. Niles. Um, and then Phase Three Brewing is in Lake Zurich, which is right down the street from me. I wonder if we can go over there and grab some beers. Um, so so. I want to say the owner of the of Phase Three Brewing and the owner of the Affy Tapple, they like either met up on a golf course or something and started talking about collaborating. And this is how this beer came about. So they're only um, brewing 190 cases, and they go on sale at the brewery. Uh, I think they went on sale yesterday. And then they'll be at a handful of stores in the Chicago area. And a dollar from each four-pack goes to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So maybe I'll take a ride this week, Steph, down the so street. So is it supposed to pair well with an Affy Tapple? No. It, or like, tastes like one? It tastes like one. They've actually mm. used the secret caramel recipe from Affy Tapple into brewing the beer. I definitely, I don't like ciders, which is what I'm thinking of with like an apple, but I would definitely try it. Caramel sounds good. Yeah. Like a more caramely. Uh, so that'll be, my, I guess this week I am um, drug and alcohol shopping. <laughs> well, if it came out yesterday, I don't know. You might not have any luck. More well, power to you. you know what? I will send my son. He's off tomorrow. I will send him and he's supposed to fish, but I think it's supposed to rain. So I'll send him on like a beer run. I'll send them up to just right over the border to grab us some of that strawberry rhubarb. And then Did I'll you send hear them that over. noise. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know if it was lightning or gunshots. That was insane. No, I wonder if Ed picked it up. Hmm. Okay, sorry. I thought you could hear it. Well, I'm looking on our monitor here and I don't. Mm-hmm. There, I don't know. I can't tell if that was you talking or if it was like the, the noise. You're scaring me now because I've been watching scary movies all weekend. <laughs> See, and I'm here all alone every day, all day by myself. I don't need to be watching that. I think I was home by myself last night and there was like the shadow monster. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> okay. So stuff you talked about Chicago being like top of the list for the best big city mm-hmm. because of, and they were talking about the breweries, right? So this great, great granddaughter of Conrad Seep is reviving her great, great grandfather's once famous brew house. So Schlitz may have been the beer that made the Midwest famous, but Chicago's Conrad Seep wasn't far behind. In the 1870s, the Conrad Seep Brewing Company was one of the largest in Chicago, rolling out more than 250,000 barrels from its massive operation at 27th and Cottage Grove. 
So the coal and grain shortages during World War One didn't do his business any favors, and then neither did the Volstead Act. So the brewery shut down for good in 1933, just months before the repeal of Prohibition. But now the great-great-granddaughter, Lauren Mack, is bringing the business back. Um, and she was quoted as saying, Chicago has an amazing craft beer scene, one of the best and biggest in the country. But what we are missing is a connection to our very rich brewing history. By reviving Seep's beer, I wanted to help fill that gap. So that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Especially if they have the, you know, the recipes to what the beer tasted like back in that, you know, that era. I love my craft beer, so I'm for all for all of this. Heck yeah, why not? So, um, oh, so we do have a little bit of in the stars, and then we can let any, everybody go and enjoy their day. Make them a synchronicity. And I've been seeing you going through, you're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 <laughs> that poor guy has no idea. <laughs> He was good. He knew synchronicity. So, Steph, you you must have just put this on here, right? Um, yeah. Okay. October's new moon is this week. You know, we love our new moons. So we have a new moon, and we have Mercury in retrograde this week. Ooh! Oh, damn! I Everyone is going to feel the cosmic <laughs> energy. But the zodiac signs October 2020 new moon will affect most are in for a wild ride, okay. and that is Aries again. Oh, Aries. Uh, the new moon messiness is real for you this month. Not only are the moon and sun joining forces in your opposite sign of Libra, they're also faced off with your ruling planet Mars, which is currently retrograding in your sign. Combine this creates an emotional collision. Expect for personal tensions to trigger disagreements within your partnerships. However, if you're able to find your inner Zen and muster up some diplomacy, diplomacy, diplomacy <laughs> diplomacy <laughs> to help you diffuse the drama you'll have a chance to start fresh within your closest one-on-one -on -one relationships all right so find aries. your inner zen aries yeah keep that in mind man don't don't let the triggers get to you be peaceful cancer is next oh, more cancer okay. i can do cancer sure uh, cancer there's a lot on your lunar plate under this new moon so you may feel hiding Oh, you may feel like hiding away. In fact, that may be the best way for you to make the most of the current vibes. With all sorts of frustrations bubbling up within your work life, partnerships, and personal life alike, this lunation could feel overwhelming, and it could bring up a swell of memories and feelings that rock your foundations and pull you up by the roots. God, that sounds horrible. The mm -hmm. best way to counter this is to go inward and get real with the most vulnerable parts of yourself. You need nurturing and comfort under this new moon, so spend time with people in your most private inner circle. What it would be like my cancer. teddy bear under the blanket. They always need nurturing and comfort. This is not, this does not do, deal with my cancer, I'll just say. <laughs> the other one did. <laughs> um, next is Libra. With the moon beginning its upcoming journey in your sign, expect some major feels under this lunation. The new moon offers you an op opportunity to grow, change, and start fresh in super personal ways. It's a great time to debut a new look, kick off a new project, or examine yourself on a deep level. However, this quest for self-discovery comes with challenges. You might be frustrated and unable to make progress within relationship issues, 
or feel a heavy burden that shakes your stability, but don't let these detours turn into dead ends. You have the power to be the mediator within your own life and find balance between circumstance and desire. Okay. That doesn't sound so horrible. Oh, and no. last but not least is my sign. Capricorn. Capricorn. You've been carrying a lot lately, Capricorn, but this new moon is drawing your attention to your professional life. This lunation could bring some exciting new beginnings in the career department, but it'll take some thoughtful balancing on your end to truly take advantage of it. The frustrating square-offs between the major planets under this moon are activating your career, home, and personal sectors, which makes for a dizzying cosmic clash. The best way to move forward, think through each decision in your work life before committing and stay open to new possibilities, even if things feel topsy-turvy. That's not terrible. Just it's pay- not terrible, but quite yeah. frankly, I'm the only, I'm, and I guess I don't want to jinx myself, but I truly... If if anything, it might have something to do with like the podcasting end of things, not really my mm. job job end of okay. things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe somebody will fall in love with my sexy voice and want me to do some voiceover work or. <laughs> All right. Put I'm that kidding. out there. <laughs> Putting it out there, girl. Putting it out there. Um, just real quickly to end the show, we don't want to neglect science. There were like some scientific things that happened this past week that I was like, this is really cool. Um, and it's the, it's, it's just this like little picture that pops up every now and then on Facebook and it says this week in science. Um, and this I thought was really interesting. We've all, well, you and I have both done our DNA tests, but they have discovered a group of genes inherited from Neanderthals may be responsible for some severe COVID-19 cases. Hmm. So if you have more Neanderthal DNA in you, like that, that may be why you might have a stronger reaction to COVID. Really, no. I I know it told me that I had less than my grandma, which I enjoyed telling her. Like I'm less Neanderthal than you, <laughs> but I don't know that it really gives you like. I'll have to look. I guess. I don't know if that meant I had a lot or a little or what. Well, and I did that twenty. No, what did I do? Ancestry. I did twenty three and me. Okay, so Ancestry. dot com didn't mention Neanderthal for me. So. I don't know. Maybe they don't do that. Oh, wait. No, I just went to 23andMe and they have a whole COVID thing. I'm going to have to look because I did the medical. Oh, you did? Yeah. See, I opted to not do the medical. I already know I'm falling apart. I don't need confirmation. I just wanted to know it. if I had certain genes. Um, Interesting. So astronomers discover a group of salty water lakes buried more than half a mile beneath Mars's icy surface. So that's interesting that they've already found some water there. Uh, What was the other? I don't know. Maybe it was this other one that I had. Ah, stuff. Oh, here we go. Fans of horror films showed more psychological resilience during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, a new study shows. So if you like watching horror movies, you've probably been a little more (laughs) well-adjusted because you've seen every pandemic movie. Um, And then they go in there. And then there have been... <laughs> there have been signs of life spotted on Venus. So they found a possible biomarker on the planet's clouds. So we're getting closer and closer to alien stuff. How do you feel about that? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. 
And now somebody had a meme and it was like the aliens are like, we've killed all your leaders and blah, blah, blah. And somebody goes, thank God. And then the alien's (laughs) like, what? (laughs) Right. Like just bring it on at this point. Yeah. We've killed all your leaders and we're taking over your country. And they were like, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Go for it. It's all yours. All right. Well, hopefully the mothership comes by this week and we all get to party next week. Uh, yeah, if not, we <laughs> will yeah. see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.